We're doing a fucking podcast already? Yeah. You know, already, I, you know yeah. Having, having a girlfriend is solving problems you wouldn't have on your own. That's true. <laughs> How That's is this delay? True. How bad is the delay here? Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It was just it just kicked in later with me. Wasn't that? <laughs> All right, we're we're back again a day later. So I was um... making sure she left. <laughs> yes, she's gone. They don't know what we're talking about, but she's gone. They not at all. If only y'all could join us. <laughs> no. This is why you follow. Song? This kind of shit is why you follow the Facebook. It's why you follow the Twitter. It's why you follow the YouTube, because when we get a wild hair up our ass and go live, any fucking thing can happen. Literally. And that proves it, because Franz is back, man. We got Bailey back. We got Jeff back today. And we have a pretty good show planned for you. So, Chris, you got anything you want to add before we smack upon that button and make the intro play? Uh, not much. I say, you know what? Let's kick it right into a uh, high gear. Let's not do what we did yesterday and waste 15 minutes talking about shit. So, um, <laughs> Aww, I'm gonna hit that. Just did already. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this was only 90 it seconds. Took us that long. <laughs> oh, Jeff, you want to tap the screen and make the intro play? gentlemen welcome to the guns in radio podcast and now give it up for your host chris caputo and dustin bones Alrighty then it's episode 164 of the guns and radio podcast coming right off the heels of episode 163 um most of the same guys you saw that episode are still here so um nobody wants to leave we're having a good time so we're gonna review some uh duff mckagan and dustin's still drinking so we don't know with lenny kravitz actually uh thanks to jeff for pointing that out this is from the first duff solo album we'll be reviewing that later on the show and uh we got some cool shit planned for today as well Uh, and uh uh, we also just did a live bonus show which we didn't know if this was the bonus show or that was the bonus show but either way you're getting two this week so whichever one you choose to take as your bonus show uh that is a part of our gift to you as our glorious listeners man we're giving you an opportunity to choose your own adventure here which one (laughs) do you want to (laughs) bonus show that one or this one either way we've had a great time and I'm getting smashed. I ain't even gonna lie. It's Memorial Day fucking weekend. <laughs> Happy and Memorial Day once again. Here we are here. once again. Today we're gonna listen to a song called The Majority, like you said. And uh, we're gonna play a little game where the majority wins. Since there's five of us, the majority vote will go. We're gonna play a game called Am I the Asshole? I'm gonna get on Reddit and I'm gonna read somebody's story where that person asked a question. Just at random. I have not read these in advance. So. And I've been drinking, so keep that Again, in mind. reminding you of the variables. There's going to be a lot of variables in that game. So I'm oh, going to yeah. try my best to get through reading the story. You guys will vote. And if, if <clears> I <throat> need to vote to make a majority count, then we will do that. And we'll see. We'll, we'll set some people at ease as to whether or not they're assholes. And Because, uh, you know, I mean, it keeps me up at night every fucking night. So, I mean, I feel like we're doing a service here. But... uh <laughs> Man, yeah, thank you guys for making us reach a bonus show goal. And Christopher, am I wrong in assuming that there are other bonus show goals still in play on the Guns and Radio podcast? Sir, you're not wrong about that because we still got at least three more, actually, and I'll lay them out for you. So the only reason why I got a bonus show is we hit 90,000 plays. Once we hit 100,000 plays, we're going to do another uh, big live bonus show. We'll do another big live stream. Um, once we hit 300 followers on Instagram, uh, there will be another poll you can vote on there and we can have another bonus show or once we hit 300 followers on our twitter that's another bonus show goal unlocked right there so three bonus show goals that you are great amazing loyal listeners can uh work towards and uh, get some more bonus content from your boys here and also our friends and other special guests will be coming along too Hell yeah, man. You never know who's going to show up when we do these. So uh, today we got Bailey, we got Franz, and we got Jeff. I forgot to introduce Jeff yesterday. Yeah, I give you shit for that. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's so easy to forget. But I mean, is it really a special occasion if Jeff's here at this point? No. Jeff's been on like a million of these. (laughs) He has become our third man. Like it used to be Dan, and now it's Jeff. Third man, Dan, now Jeff. My shit doesn't rhyme like Dan. I know. We'll have to figure out a way to uh, work that in. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll work on that off air. We'll come (laughs) up with a gimmick. Because by all by, by all means, guys, if you didn't listen to the live stream yesterday, be sure to check out the replay available everywhere where you get your podcast. But today, guys, you want to hear some asshole stories? You guys want to judge good. somebody's whole life and yeah. tell them if their life is still worth living or not? The whole life? Sure, why not? Sounds like <laughs> the whole the life, the whole life, nothing but the life. Let's the see. Whole. I'm gonna scroll. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys this is major- since we're since the song of the day is the majority, then the majority gets to pick which story I'm going to read. All right, so here's the two choices you guys have, and then the you guys get to vote. Am I the asshole for taking my child to her mom's house and then leaving her there, or am I the asshole for renaming my daughter? Are you the baby daddy? I don't know. We don't know anything about the stories, but the title. All right. What's the so am I the asshole for, for dropping the kid off at mama's and not coming back? Or am I the asshole for changing her name altogether? Which one do you guys want to go with? Uh, Bailey, I'll hmm. let you go first. Is it, go. So it's the, it's the more asshole of the two? Is that Whatever you guys want to yeah. hear, what story you want to uh, hear, I will not uh, read okay. the other one. So Bailey, which one do you want to hear? I guess renaming the daughter. All right. Franz? Yeah, renaming the daughter. Jeff? Same. All right. Uh, Well, that's the majority right there. Yeah, that's the majority. Yeah, I was going to go with the same anyways. Renaming the daughter it is. Okay, so I'm going to read the story just as soon as the fucking link uh, pops up on my computer because my computer is insanely slow. So basically... From what I can tell just from the preview here, it looks like she was 25. Okay, so here's the story. I was 25 when I got pregnant last year, and I announced to my family shortly after finding out. My sister Jane, who was 23 at the time, a couple of weeks later announced that she was pregnant, which was weird because I didn't know that she was even trying, but I was happy nonetheless. When we found out the gender of my baby would be a girl, we told the family that we planned to name our baby Jacqueline when they asked. When Jane found out that the baby was a, her baby was a girl as well, she announced that she would be naming her baby. Can you guys want to guess? Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Oh, oh I was going to do all the ones. Also. <laughs> which potential stripper name. I was told, I, I told her, that uh, that was the name I had picked for my baby. And she said, yes, but she liked it so much that she wanted it too. And that I either had to rename my baby or deal with them both being named Jacqueline. Upon giving birth, I named my baby Jacqueline. And I guess my sister, uh, I guess my sister thought that I would uh, change the baby's name because she said that that, uh, that was what she was going to name her baby. And I told her that I could have two Jack. Anyway, I'm going to skip ahead. Her baby, uh, we get it. Her baby was born and she also named it Jacqueline. And we referred to mine as Jackie and hers. And we referred to hers as Lynn. Fast forward a bit. And my Jackie is now three months old. Unfortunately, Jane's baby passed away. Oh, that's sad. I didn't see that. fucking come. Oh, oh. I guess I see why this is a am I the asshole story because I was all on her side up to this point. Uh, Jane's baby passed away and at the funeral for the child, she demanded that I rename my baby because it hurt too much since that they since they both had. Wait, no. Uh, Anyway, we'll have a chance to say what we think. She told me that she'd do it if it were mine. At first, I told her, no, it wasn't right to rename a three-month-old baby. Oh, only three months. Oh, because hers was born at the same time. That's even sadder. And I was the one that came up with the uh, name in the first place. It's been two weeks since the funeral, and my family has given me hell. Even my husband thinks that we should change our baby's name and said that uh, 
it's a matter of uh, empathy. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I just realized I misread the fucking title. Am I re? So, I'm, dude, the I question is: Am I the asshole this. for refusing to rename my daughter? I even said, "Homie, get the variables right." I told you. I told you. I'm drunk ah. trying to read shit. So, dude, I totally lost you, man. <laughs> So what do you think? Basically, here's the nutshell. <clears throat> she and her sister were both scheduled, both due to have babies at the same time. She announced that she wanted to name her baby Jacqueline, so her sister immediately came in and named her baby Jacqueline because I guess hers was born first. So when they were both born, they were both renamed Jacqueline. Well, her sister's baby died, and now she's wanting to know if uh, she is the asshole for refusing to rename her daughter anything but Jacqueline because the name Jacqueline hurts her sister now too much uh, when she hears it. Hmm. I don't know, man. That's hard. I don't think so, man. You know how many no. hoops they're going to have to jump through to reassign the birth certificate, the social security number, and it's like, no, dude. You're not an asshole. No, if the I, kid wants to change the name like later in life, then you know, let the kid do that. But a baby? No. Well, she's no. only three months old, so she hasn't learned her name yet. The kid would never remember, which is why True, I'm like, but... if the kid were three years old, then I'd say, yeah, don't change the baby's name. But since the baby's only three months and nobody's going to know, like, there would, still be, know. there would still be family members still. that would call her Jacqueline by accident, and then you can say, no, that was my sister's baby, and the one that died, don't talk about that, you know? And Some they people wouldn't. just go by their middle name, though, sometimes. Uh, middle name is a good point. We can start calling her by her middle name and then save. That some seems drama like there. a fair compromise. But then again, you know, she may not. I don't have. know. That's hard. What do you think, Franz? Yeah, man, I totally lost the story, man. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We told you about the variables. <laughs> right. So I'm going to. I'll do the majority out of I'm going to say no, you're not an asshole for not changing the baby's name. But if you do, I don't see why it would hurt. It wouldn't hurt, but she has no right to ask. Nobody's got any right to ask that of anybody, regardless of the circumstance. I think that's the, I think that's the main takeaway, right? Yeah. 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 Right. I think, yeah, I couldn't agree with that. All right. So we got two more stories and the majority gets to pick which story we're actually going to read. So here we go. I'm going to try to get the titles right this time. Let me focus in. Ah. Am I the asshole for kicking out a guest for getting upset with my daughter or am I the asshole for telling my brother I hate him? Yeah. What the second one? So what was the first yeah. one? Second. The the first one, am I the asshole for kicking out a guest for getting upset with my daughter? Or the second one is, am I the asshole for telling my brother I hate him? And so we no, got No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, sorry. First. Well, right now, Jeff has stepped away. So, Franz, if you want to make the majority vote, I guess it's whatever you want to hear. Uh, kicking out, which one do you want to hear? Am I the guest? Am I an asshole for kicking out a guest, or am I an asshole for telling my brother how much I hate him? Yeah, well, I want to hear the second story, but I don't agree more with the first story. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's not possible, right? <laughs> well, second story, it is. Uh, kicking out a daughter. Well, I don't, without... I think, I think the, the first one would be cool because, uh, wonder if oh, the uh, kick out is like for a Karen move. I don't know, man. We already lost the majority vote on that one. So, uh, uh, the way I see it, by just reading the headline, I, she lives there. You don't. It's her house, not yours. So, I'm going to come to my mm -hmm. house and make a scene in the first place without knowing the whole story, is right. my thoughts on that. So, <clears throat> here we go. Dustin Bones is going to try to read again. And this is a pretty good story. So, strap in, folks. My brother, who is 15, is fucking creepy. I am 20. Or <laughs> most 15 year olds fucking creepy. <laughs> I'm I'm a 20-year-old female, 
And uh, so I'm five years older than him. I have an older brother who's 22. My younger brother has always been closer to me than my older brother has. We did a lot together. We play together, shower together, uh, and <laughs> sleep, in, sleep in each other's bed. I guess you mean each recently, other's. recently, in fact. Until we were 40. Uh, I have a better relationship with my older uh, brother because we're closer in age and we can better understand each other's problems. Like I said before, my younger brother did everything with me, so I started uh, to get older and I started to hit puberty, and I did not want uh, I did not want to uh, shower together or sleep in each other's bed anymore. Well, I fucking hope not. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here's where it takes a turn. What was she when she realized this? She Does it say an age? Starting to hit puberty. So, so like, probably female, females this 13. age, it's probably... 13, 14. Yeah, somewhere in that range. All right, you guys ready for the very next sentence? My brother did not take this well. (laughs) Shit. Um, But he he reluctantly agreed to sleep in his own bed. When I was 17, well, he was what, like three? I don't know. Anyway, when I was 17. 15, and she's 20. So it's a five year difference. So he was how old? Nine, and she's 14? Yeah. Okay. It don't say how old the other brother is. It says the brother is 15. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the younger brother is 15. Basic math. Maybe we should have had Caputo recaps. <laughs> so he's still older than it. Yeah, we need Caputo's recaps here. Caputo's <laughs> saving me. I'm drowning right now. Uh, anyway, my brother didn't take this well, but he reluctantly agreed to sleep in his own bed when I was 17. I graduated from high school, and I went to study abroad in Europe. My other brother wasn't happy with me leaving. Come on, dude. Like, (laughs) give me something. (laughs) My other brother, I lost my place. My other brother wasn't. (laughs) My mom said that he cried every day for a week or so. (laughs) What? He hadn't seen me in two years and he was very excited for my return. When I returned to home a couple of weeks ago and I passed all of my exams and I didn't have any resets. So. I am finally free from school. I decided to go home this year. My younger brother had been uh, p- pestering me to come home. He said he missed me and a lot of stuff, and he wanted to uh, go back to how things were before. So I said yes, and uh, we do all sorts of fun things together. Here's where the problem starts. He wants to sleep in my bed together, and I said no. I hate it when other people's feet are close to mine, and I was begging to sleep in my bed like before. I ended up agreeing to just one night, which turned into sleeping in my bed for the last two weeks. It's so annoying. He has no sense of personal space, and he's constantly following me around. It was cute when he was five, but now it's just creepy. (laughs) All right, now wait a minute. The story is not done yet. We've got a whole oh, paragraph, God. just as long as the one. It could have. It could have. It could have ended there. Yeah. The next paragraph starts out with this sentence. Now to the incident. Oh God. Oof. Oh no. Now to the incident. Like I said, my brother has zero sense of personal space. Yesterday, he sat in my room while I was showering. I didn't know he was in my room. And I had forgotten my towel. It was on the chair. I just walked into the room naked because I have my own bathroom. He saw me naked and didn't even cover his eyes or say sorry when uh, and get out of the room. He just sat there. I covered my body with my hands and I screamed at him to get the fuck out of my room. He, he walked out, but he left the door open. <laughs> I said with my hands, or let's see, I saw, so I walked uh, close, I walked to close it, and without thinking, I said, I fucking hate you. And I didn't think he heard what I said. But my brother texted me asking, or my somebody, it just says my, my, who knows what the typo could be. I'm going to assume mother texted me asking me why I made him cry. I told her I didn't that uh, I didn't that he was being fucking creepy and in my room while I was in the shower. She came home and I got an earful from her and my dad about that. 
uh, how I shouldn't have said that. I hated him and hurt his feelings. My younger brother is still sulking like a baby. My other brother, my older brother, is the only one that agrees that our younger brother is being a creep. I also think that he's way too old to be crying over something so stupid. I told my other brother, my older brother, that I hate him all the time. He doesn't get mad. Am I the asshole? No. no. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't want to get anybody any hot, in any kind of hot water here before we continue. Because before we answer, since this has been originally posted, there's an update post. Okay. And unfortunately, it looks like it's about as long and uncomfortable as the last one. Oh, so... Bear with us, folks. Look, we're going to get through this. Round two, oh, motherfucker. What the fuck is this about, Round man? three. This is ten steps away from Here's... incest at this point. I oh, know. Isn't it bad? No, oh, my God. This is making my stomach Anyway, here's the update. I already commented this, but I just wanted everyone to know I'm safe with my older brother. My younger brother is at our grandparents'. My older brother came home to speak to my parents and I couldn't hear what they were saying. But after that, they were done. I could hear my mom crying. My brother has also spoken to me and he finds me at fault for enabling my brother's behavior. He has always found uh, our brother's attachment to me odd and I had never behaved that way towards him. He suspects that our younger brother has a romantic feeling towards me and told my parents that if they don't correct this behavior now, our younger brother will one day snap and enact his yearning on me. My, my brother begged my parents to send my younger brother to a, to a psychiatrist or a psychologist. My brother, I guess my older brother told me that it would be great. uh, It would be best if we, if I leave with him. I agreed, and I'm now staying at my older brother's house uh, with him and his girlfriend uh, and his cat, Muffin. Well, I know you got a cat. I'm a cat person, too. I feel horrible for leaving my younger brother all alone. He's not a bad kid. He's just troubled, and I know this is for the best, but I feel responsible for letting him become this way. I hope my parents seek help for them so we can all be together as siblings. Now it's gonna be an uncomfortable Thanksgiving, man. Literally. Oh my god. <laughs> I joked when I said it was ten steps away from incest, but holy fuck, it is ten steps away from it really incest. Is. I think it's less than that. <laughs> All right. Great, dude. That's scary, dude. That okay, but up. I need to remind scary. the jury. I need to remind the jury that the question at hand is am I the asshole for telling my brother I hate him? No, it's not. Am I the asshole for rejecting his advances or anything? This kid sounds like he got autism or something. Maybe there's a variable that she's leaving out of the conversation. That's like, kind of what I'm thinking too. Like, I don't like, know if this kid has Uncle autism. Touchy yeah, like Uncle Touchy got to him in the puzzle basement, dude. I don't yeah. think that. I think the kids just probably, like I said, <laughs> autism is the best explanation I can find in his defense. Like, I'm not saying he has it or he don't, because I don't know. It doesn't tell us enough from the text and the evidence we're provided. But I'm trying to believe that kind of behavior is learned from what I understand. I don't know. So, anyway, who wants to go first and cast their vote? Am I the asshole for telling my brother I hate him now that we know the whole story? Franz, you want to go first? Um, Yeah, I could. First of all, is this uh, like um, autobiographical shit or? Yeah, somebody posted it on Reddit, so I assume it's oh, okay. a, a real story. Okay, yeah. I, I missed that part. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, yeah, no, of course you should say your brother's an asshole and you should fucking sleep in his own bed. Motherfucker. What does he think? I mean, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, shit. Uh, yeah. but what if he's like retarded or something? And... Is he a fucking priest or what? Sleeping with fucking kids. Well, parents, man, you should pick up on this too. That's like, true. I mean, come on, so, what the fuck, man? Franz is saying no. You are not the asshole, Jeff. What do you think? No, because I think the brother obviously needed something to be said that woke up an alarm. But I also think at the same time, the person writing this is leaving some kind of variable out about Fair the brother enough. because a that's like a learned thing. You know, 
Uh, I think psychologists have said that, like, it's not something you're born with, it's something you're taught. Um, I also think that, like, it is really creepy, especially when boys and girls of that age should definitely be separated, especially when it comes to privacy, you know, and especially when it comes to long-term mental effects for a teenager, you know, like, I'm not trying to be, like, Freud about this, but that shit, like, I think the kid needed a word said to him in order to wake him up, so no, she's not an asshole. Chris, what do you say? I say no, but I also say search this kid's fucking browser history because I think he's watching too much fucking like stepsister, stepbrother porn. That's fucking. And, well, in all fairness, I watch the stepsister porn myself. Sometimes. Yeah, no, I watch that shit on mute. So here, the dialogue. Here's here's the difference. I don't have any siblings. What's porn? <laughs> oh, listen, Mr. Anderson over here. Well, I always the majority, the the majority says no. <laughs> moving on from it we've made the decision the majority says no bailey i'm sure i'll go ahead and let you speak <laughs> okay um the kid like jeff said there is a variable that's being left out i mean the kid the, the kid has to be troubled therefore i'm still saying no though you're you're not an asshole all right there it is majority says no you are not the asshole you are uh you're you're, you're acquitted of all charges here all right, so guys, majority rules. Once again, this is going to be the last story before we get into the song of the day. What story do you want to hear? Am I the asshole for refusing to give a girl at my school a tampon? Off Male or female? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> don't know. No kind of detail is allowed right in this part. Or am I the asshole for not being gracious and just and just not attending my stepdaughter's wedding? Ooh. Well, so, which of these stories? Do you, who do Can you repeat go? them again, please? Yeah. Am I the asshole for refusing to give a, a girl at my school a tampon, or am I the asshole for refusing to attend my stepdaughter's wedding? Okay, I'm going the first one. The tampon, Chris picks yeah. tampon. Uh, Jeff Franz, yeah, baby. tampon. Tampon. Uh, so man, go. that's tough, man, for a stepfather. You know, if he's got to be there with the real father. Um, stepdaughter, yeah. it says. I don't know if it's a father or a mother. <laughs> Dude, hey, yeah. never mind. Or vice versa. Think it's a serious. Or vice versa. Oh. And the tampon man. Who knows? It tampon. Been that's last three. Tampon. Yeah. I'm gonna go. What I'm gonna go fuck? with tampon. I want to. All see right, that's three. That's. The I would have voted for that too. Yeah. I want to <laughs> see. I want to see how this pans out. All right. Well, it's loading as we speak right now. So here we go. Fuck. Is it bad? Let me get a sip here before we get started. Have a drink on me. It's a long story. No, oh, all right. Okay, so I, a 17-year-old female, have a classmate who I'll call Beth. And then she puts in parentheses, this is a fake name. Uh, but Beth is also 17. So a little backstory. Since the start of the school year, I had a couple of charity uh, I guess events, or I have, I've had a little charity. There she goes. I've had, since the start of the school year, I've had a little charity where I've given uh, tampons or pads that I buy in advance. However, I have one rule. If I'm on my period or I have a seven day, Oh man, we're all, we got, we got five guys about to talk about this. If I'm on my period <laughs> or I have seven day or few or seven or fewer tampons left, at the start of the day or four or fewer by lunch, uh, then my tampons are off the table and I won't share them with anybody. Everybody at school knows this, even the teachers and the girls and some of the boys who had to find out when they were trying to get one for their girlfriend. Oh, man, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> well, oh today is the time. The first period was over. Which one? Oh, no I guess pun the first, intended. first period of class. Okay. <laughs> How many periods do you have in a week, girl? I probably wouldn't give none of them away. Uh, by the time first period was over, I had seven left and uh, just so happened to have started having uh, started uh, leaving with me with six after uh, I used one. I guess so she started to have her period. Anyway, second one comes around and Beth comes up to me uh, and asks for a tampon. I kindly explained that I can't give her one because uh, I got to have it myself and... Uh, yeah, let's just skip some of this detail here. 
Beth isn't happy with that answer. So she proceeds to ask again. So I tell her again, and she just knocks the pad out of my hand and angrily sits down in her seat uh, and mutters rude things around the fourth period. Whenever uh, I have Beth in, in my class again, uh, but this class is her dad, Mr. W fake name, Mr. Fake names class. Mr. W. So we start, we get seated and everything seems fine until Beth comes in crying with her pants drenched in blood, crying about oh. how I wouldn't give her a oh. tampon oh and I made God. her suffer. I think we know where this goes from here, but I'll read the end. Deception right there. The teacher proceeds to ask, and I tell him what happened, and I told him that she could have easily gotten one from the nurse. Beth starts dramatically crying and saying that's not true and that I'm lying. The teacher then proceeds to ask again, so I say the same thing, and I tell him that's the rule. Beth starts crying even louder, and she asks if I have proof I'm on my period stunned i say why would i need proof in front of the classroom yeah and Beth starts shouting see she's lying annoyed i say so you want me to take out the damn tampon that i just put in to prove the point the teacher replies not now but when you're done with it what what (laughs) this is also her father one of the girl's father right dude I look, at him and, I look at him in disgust, and I say, I'm sorry your daughter couldn't get a tampon for me, but the high school had options, too. I will die on this hill. I would, too, baby. You are not. you, girl. Anyway, I'm giving Fuck my opinion, shit. which don't matter. I will die on this hill, and your daughter better not come up to me and ask again. I grab my stuff, and as I'm walking out, I say, I will be making a pl- complaint about your inappropriate suggestion, and I head to the office. I'm still waiting on their response, but am I the asshole? Now, she does continue before we start answering. She's got four bullet points after that, and it says to clarify some things. One, it's a makeup work program, so yes, I'm at school on Sunday. Two, seven tampons are not a lot in my case. I don't know if it is or if it ain't, so I'll take your word for it. Three, they can't do anything because the principal is not here, and they're probably just going to forget about it. Four, this girl is known for doing stuff like this, and yes, she is entitled and immature. All right, boys, what are you guys to- <laughs> I don't. Start with Bailey. Start- Come on. <laughs> You're at the bottom of the totem pole, son. Go. <laughs> okay, look, Jeff, this is your starting question, in all fairness. <laughs> we went Bailey, we went Franz, and it's your turn to go first. Oh, okay. Well, gosh, uh, all due respect, I call bullshit on this story for many variables as you read it. Because okay. the girl who wrote it said, the teacher, why didn't she just say her dad? She does. No, but she said when she says like the teacher says when you're finished with it or whatever. She calls yeah, the, ver- the she calls the noun. Dad. I know, but the she doesn't call is her dad. When you have, I understand okay. that. My my point is is when she's writing it, she calls it the teacher. She doesn't say the girl's dad. No, she says Mr. W when she's writing it. When she's <laughs> writing w. it, I say the teacher because it's either easier for me to say the teacher. Oh, than okay, I'm okay. In the actual text, she calls him Mr. W every time. Well, see, variables count, man. This paraphrasing shit. But no, here's the other thing, though. I'm just being. If it was her dad's class, dude, she could have easily ran to the fucking like nurse instead of attending class. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get that. Like, if it was my dad's class and it was under the same circumstance, if I shit my pants, I'd be like, "Yo, dad's gonna understand, yo." Teenage girls can be dramatic. So you say she's not the asshole then? No. I, I first call a little bullshit on the story, but at the end of the day, no. Like, as, as a Boy Scout, you got to be, as men, I think we think it's, you know, a Boy Scout's got to be prepared. And I'm going yeah. to I'm have to rub some dirt on it and I have to walk away. You know, this is tough love. Like, Boy Scouts are prepared. And if you're not, shit happens. You're going to have to deal with it. That's fucking called life. All right, Bailey. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this story is questionable to begin with. Um, but yeah, I, 
I don't think she's an asshole. I mean, you got to think, you got to, yeah, you have to plan ahead. All right, Franz. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I thought it was here for a Duff song. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's coming. You know what? You know what? I think that's a fair point. (laughs) I kind of want to get off of this bloody tampon. It's the last one, man. We need one or two more votes. Just get it over with. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and say no, and that this teacher should be fucking fired and like removed from society immediately. What a fucked up comment. Yeah, that's the most fucked up comment I've ever heard. There we go. That is the, uh, that's the majority then. So the majority rules no, you are not the asshole. No, that teacher is the asshole. Thank God we're on to another subject. Yeah, well. Get some rock and roll back into this podcast. Not to sound sexist or anything, but I don't I hope they're still listening. (laughs) Who knows? No, they're pretty oh, good. They stick around. They know if they keep sticking around, we'll get to it eventually. I got to give our listeners that. They're pretty good. Or they fast-forwarded to uh, through this shit anyway. Oh, I hope you guys enjoyed your bonus show yesterday. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> or whichever one you choose to be the bonus. I don't know. <laughs> oh, whatever. Surely yeah. this one's it. This has got to be the Choose your bone. Choose your bone. Choose your bone venture. I don't know which Choose situation is fucked up. The second one we did or the, the last one we just did. I don't fucking know, dude. You're a successful way. fucked up shit, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't figured that out, um, you're probably like too young for this shit. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the internet. That's where we ran compared to the last two. <laughs> something in the new age section. All of these stories can be found young on adult Reddit. Nonfiction. So if you want to tell the writer of this story directly what you think, get on Reddit and look it up like I did. I fucking guess. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Guns on Radio. I've, sponsored by Reddit. <laughs> I've, been on, I've been on Reddit a total of like three minutes of my entire life. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, wait. I forgot something real important. Let's talk about some music. I'm right, James Brown. There we go. Now. Okay. What in the fuck? I instantly hate this less than a lot of the Death songs we listen to on here. Immediately hate this one. What'd you say? You, you immediately hate this one? I hate it less. I'm actually enjoying this so far. Listen, it's got points for Duff not singing like this. Yeah. I always does... want to be European punk rock voice. Yeah. I but it does work on uh, it does work on my Michelle in the backup. <laughs> Well, this rhythm and everything with the sound of the song and the instruments so far follow Locomotive very well. Oh, yeah. Didn't the drummer from Skid Row play drums on this? Do what? Didn't the drummer for Skid Row play drums on this? Uh, or did Duff play track. drums and the bass player from Skid Row play on this? Well, I don't know. No, no. Skid Row appears on different songs on this album. Like uh, uh, Dave Snake Sabo appears on a couple of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maz does vocals on a song. Who, but who, who's, who's the lineup on this? Who, who plays the drums and guitar? And bass? Duff did everything on this album, basically. No, he didn't. Yeah, lead vocals, rhythm not guitar. everything. Well, he yeah. did. He he brought in players to play other parts, like guests. Like Jeff Beck was on this album. Fucking yeah, that's true. Lenny was Gilly on, Clark so. also. West Arkeen. Teddy yeah. Zigzag was on this yeah. record. The only other thing yeah, there was a lot Slash, of people. Slash was there also. Slash was on a song. Yeah, I mean he had like Matt guests Warren, and stuff. Gilby. So, I, but Duff did I, all the other parts on this song besides Lenny. 
Yeah, the only other person says London McDaniel did percussion on this song. Wait, what did Lenny Kravitz do? He's the vocalist He's on this He's singing song. and oh, playing guitar. That was tough. Is he playing guitar too or just singing? It just says vocals on the it's majority. Just, it's just a... Uh, isn't it then... Shouldn't it be called a Lenny Kravitz song then? No, Joff wrote it. Which I'm believing me. I think it depends yeah. on what album it goes on because then for that matter, why wouldn't... Um, um, Beautiful Dangerous be called a Fergie song. Yeah, dude. Well, like, oh, it's on the run. Is that a Lenny song or is that a Slash? Yeah, it's Lenny featuring Slash. Yeah, yeah but Slash I, I wrote, wrote it, it, right? What? Beautiful it's, Dangerous? No, Always on no, the Run. Always on the Run. Well, he played, he did guitar work. I think he did like the real, he probably did like a solo and some other like rhythm parts or something, maybe. Depends on the album it's on, like Dustin said. I think that's that's what I go by. If it's on an album titled Duff, well, let's, let's have a lot of respect for Duff because he's my favorite gunner. But at the same time, sorry to interrupt for a sec, but, oh, he's but like maybe Lenny. Man. Come on. Well, <laughs> back then, back yeah. then this was a different side. Yeah, okay. being recorded. That's true. true. Yeah, that's but true. like maybe Lenny, with all due respect, was like, "No, nah, I'm good. I don't want to put this on anything." <laughs> Probably just doing a favor. Something he's like, "Oh, well, yeah, a favor," but okay. like. Yeah, so, so sorry to interrupt, man. But about Duff, man, I mean, this part in this book from Matt, you know, where, where you know, where he he's was like fucking friends with Matt Sorum for like, yeah. yeah, all his life almost after they joined Guns. And, you know, he was his best man at the wedding and stuff. And then um, Matt Sorum, before the reunion was happening, Matt just asked him one thing. So please, if it's happening, I want to hear from you, not from someone else. And then... Uh, Duff sent Fernando to talk with Matt and tell him. I mean, that's like fucking shit, right? That is shit. Yeah. You follow yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah, that's a dick move. Like, I mean, they, they were they were friends. They, they friends were, so so many bands. They were friends. They were they were best friends, man. I mean, and, and all he asked is, "Hey, if this reunion is happening, please let it hear me. Let me hear it from you, and not from yeah, read it somewhere, you know." <clears throat> and then he made. Fernando will make the call that he wasn't part of it, you know. That's fucked up. Yeah. Wait, I, I, I thought that he mentioned something in, well, let's see here, in, in the potentially already released book. Uh, I think that, it's released already. Yeah, yeah, it is released okay. already, yeah. Has anybody I'm, compared it side by side yeah, to that, see what, if anything, has been retracted? I, exactly the same mm. question. So, so like that and like the original. I thought he, I thought he got Stevened in a sense. Like, not, not only did it to Steven, but also did it to Matt. Like, texting him. I thought he was like, "Nah, dude, it's already, it's like out of my hand." But there was also something in this book about uh, how uh, Matt Sorum was like hitting up on uh, on Axel's chick. I think there was. Is that? Yeah, there was rumors that that was gonna be removed too. I don't know. I gotta step out for a second. I'll be right back. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's a dick move, man. Isn't it? I mean, I would say. Then you have no spine, man. Come on. I think if you're best friends and this guy is asking you this, I mean, why would you do that? Well, I don't know, man. As you know, Axel makes him sign a lot of non-disclosure agreements, so maybe he just his hands were tied. That could be. Yeah, but fuck that shit, man. Actual, uh, a lifelong friendship uh, does go above like some fucking redhead bullshit asshole. Well, at the end of the day, man, it is his band. He can do whatever he wants with it, man. That's the problem. It is. Oh, it's his band name. It's not his band. Yeah, that's a whole different discussion. But I mean, I mean, that's a fucking shitty thing to do. It's the same, same as Axel did with Izzy. I mean, they were youth friends. They, they started Guns N' Roses together. Dude, Izzy wrote most of those songs. If he didn't need to get an equal cut of the loot, I don't blame him for not wanting Yeah, to he wanted some cut and he didn't get it. Well, rightfully so. Uh, I'm going to hit play again.
Well, that's pretty cool. All right, getting into it now. Okay. That slowdown part was really weird, in my opinion. Like it, it seemed like oh. the song was like funky and upbeat, and then it just slowed down. Yeah. Was that was that um, did did Duff's like cocaine high went down in the middle of recording <laughs> that song? He, he crashed, man. Yeah, he definitely. Crashed. It sounded like someone crashed in there. He stopped for a second to have a to have a sip, like. A... <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Sorry, uh, we're still recording. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Bum, 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 <laughs> oh shit! Tips are rolling. Remember the um, story? I think he told it to you, Jeff. Teddy, how? Because he was touring with Duff on that record, and they would take like sleeping pills uh, to go out for the on, or they would take sleeping pills after the yeah, show. That was like them. that was on the Japan tour and European tour, if I'm not mistaken. And one night they kicked in because there was a delay in the encore. So mm-hmm. they're all up on stage, like half asleep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh... But yeah. But then again, does that go back into Duff's sober era? Is that sober or not? No, he was sober know. after his pancreas, whatever his pancreatus almost fucking oh, when this was happened recorded. after. This was, this was 90. This is way before. September 93. Oh, no. Not way, but this was before it happened. So this drunk Duff was still drunk. Duff at this. Oh point. yeah, Duff was fucked up as fuck during this. Yeah, yeah. I think in like ninety six or ninety seven, he got sober. <laughs> fucked up as fuck All up. the more reason I got to go with my answer is he stopped to take mm-hmm. a drink. <laughs> That's Fair enough. Did you so guys? Did you see it, uh, what I tweeted to uh, Matt Soren when that happened with Duff? Well, let me no, see. Uh, <laughs> I just put the link in the description, uh, chat. Double crossing chat. <laughs> Corn <laughs> <laughs> Shucker McGee. <laughs> wow. I tweeted so it to uh, Matt Sora, man. I swear he had to laugh. It's a balls off. Attack him in it. That's pretty well, funny, man. Fucker. Yeah, but it is like that, man. I, I really uh, felt still feel disturbed about it. How could you fuck up a friendship like that? Yeah, that's, Money, that's, uh, then you got rid of all evil. That's why he's a spineless fuck. That's hateful, yeah. At least it's my. Heavy chorus on that guitar. I gotta be honest, I'm kind of digging this. This is pretty fun. Not bad, dude. Oh, Chris, let's get get your shit in. Yeah. Oh, lyrics, yeah. You want to start from the top here? Yeah, go ahead and start from the top. Let's see if we can play. We'll do the first verse. Read me the first verse and we'll... uh, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll... I'll come up with the lyrics for the fat version. <laughs> well, this is Duff. You gotta come up with the six pack version. Yeah, Duff got buff. Yeah, Duff is buff. I uh, wouldn't want to piss him off. No I wouldn't way. fuck with him. Seven know, foot tall guy that benches as much as I weigh. Yeah, no. Yeah, Dude, no Benny way. the Jet trained him. All the more reason to not. Oh, all fuck. you're doing is making my point, man. At this yeah. point. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so uh, the lyrics here you call me the mean man you point your finger at me have problems with authority in every major city and it's so easy for you the majority the majority and there's no peace for you the majority when he's talking about your white house wives and your money sucking friends so basically it's like an anti-establishment song so it's against us we are the majority yeah, <laughs> you, you ass folk, you you making fun of my decision to fucking kiss Fernando's ass? That's what he's saying. Yeah. Full of majorities. <laughs> no, this is long before that. Pussy full of majorities is <laughs> That's Put the one the majority of full of maggots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, it's the George Soros edition of the majority. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love how that lyric has stuck. We never mentioned a pussy full of Max. Pussy full of Max has been a thing in Guns N' Roses since 2001. But only until we reviewed that live release of Absurd. 20 years later. <laughs> do we, does it become a staple in jokes about GNR? I no, love but ever, it. Since, ever since I saw this fucking song by Cardi B. What's it oh, called? The, the WAP. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, the fuck? I mean, yeah. That was like, that was like the limit. I mean, now everything, everything's possible, right? Even maggots full of maggots. What I supposed to full maggots? Yo, someone needs to make a bash up. Motherfucker, to the phone to be heard. Oh my God. I did this meme with it. Why do you see a maggot with all these pussies on it? <laughs> I think you know what actually you know what's my biggest fault was I wanted to do a meme about this pussy full of maggots so I googled pussy full of maggots I mean yeah, oh man cool. that was the worst no we're not I, mean, I don't recommend that, that. Going, no. I, mean, I did it I'm, I did it I mean that is like it, I'm you shutting that one down great with that one dude it was oh hell. no as a matter <laughs> of fact you know what No, it sounds like a fucking new radical song. Last ten seconds. <laughs> you gotta fucking think about it. Chris, you got the lyrics. What's he saying right there? You gotta think about the what? Oh, at the end here, um, think about the children. You gotta think about the children. Do you ever think about the children? I was hearing dildos. Hard <laughs> <laughs> the fuck off. I believe the children are future. No. Hang on, I'm gonna hit yeah. play again. Okay, now I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I was hearing dildo up to the point you said that. Oh, that's the end of the song. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a pretty fucking good dub song, man. I know, for a change, that's a good change pace. Yeah, man. I, I do believe this is a good album. Like, I've heard other stuff on this Believe in Me album. There's some really good shit on here. But there's also some really yeah. bad stuff that we reviewed already. But uh, <laughs> We're all going to get a chance to say what we think about the song uh, in uh, our entirety. And we're going to start with... Who did we start with last time? Franz, we'll start with Bailey this time. So, Hi. Bailey, what do you think about this song, The Majority, by Duff McKagan? Uh, the majority of this song... No, pun intended uh is i like kind of like that funky feel from the song too you know you definitely hear that like funk and punk uh influence from duff uh that slowdown from that song prevented me from saying this is a four out of five uh so i'll say three and a half out of five i mean i'm not big on this record but this is not a bad song all right yeah good fair points fair points uh franz i'm gonna bring you up next yeah, well, I do have to say, uh, yeah, some parts of the song did make me feel, uh, yeah, did kind of. So I, I think even somebody mentioned it during the song that, yeah, it had some, some, uh, yeah, some comparisons with um, uh, locomotive obesity, but um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, the tune was good, but the lyrics are like shit, and you know, it, it, for me, it's it's not not related to GNR at all. So yeah, I give it a two and a half. All right, two and a half. Uh, Jeff. Uh, dude, I I used to own this car. It was a Honda, man. And I had the CD or Believe in Me or the, the, new, the other newer solo album in there at all times. And um, long story short, I think I left. When I sold it, I forgot to take out my Believe in Me. And I left it in the CD player. Mm, sad and I'll time. never... Yeah, and I remember walking into the store, and by design, it wasn't really, like, pushed big by Geffen. So I walked into the record store one day, and I was like, is it out yet? And the guy's like, it's right over there. And I'm like, shit, finally. Because <laughs> he announced it at the Paris gig pre-interviews, whatever MTV did. So, yeah, dude, I was stoked about it. Uh, this song is a solid three. The na-na-na's and the whole, like, ha ah, that's so, like, mid-90s shit, or early-90s shit. But it's just, like... I, it's too poppy. They, could, they should have just taken the vocals for that out, I think, and, and 
concentrated on the rock, in my opinion. So you're saying three? Yeah. All right, Christopher. Yeah, I would probably go along like those same lines. Like this is def like pro- it is definitely one of the better songs on this album. It's pretty good. Like for a first listen, at least for me, it's like my first time listening to the song. Um, I think it's gonna get points knocked off though for like that that weird slowdown and then like the drums kick back in. I was like, I mean, yeah, you kind of like redeem yourself there, but it was like, what what's the fucking point of that? And then just like that last ten seconds, I was like. It sounded like a one-hit wonder, like you would hear in that yeah. time frame in the '90s, like some fucking—I uh, don't know. It sounds like the end of like a Third Eye Blind song or something, like you know, New Radicals. Like I always fucking I mention you. here. Um, I know what you mean? But uh, you know what? I, I don't know. It's it's like one of the better songs on this album so far. I think the—I know we reviewed "I Love You" like way way back early on in this uh, in the first season of this show, and that's still probably the, like the best song so far on this album. It's just—it's on the same right under it, so I'm gonna go three out of five. All right, for me, uh, I I thought it was not a bad song. I enjoyed it uh, when it kicked in, especially uh, with the whole uh, situation where we just listened to Locomotive, and I thought it followed it pretty well. Like, it was a good song to come up with. It seemed like if I was playing Locomotive and this song came up next, it would kind of make sense. But at the same time, um, by this point, I would be over it, so I'd probably skip it anyway. I, I... of of the Duff songs that is good, I'm going to give it its due, and I'm going to give it. I was thinking a three anyway, so I'm going to give it a three also. I probably won't uh, go seeking the song out ever the fuck again on my own. It's definitely not making my playlist, but it, it wasn't bad for what it is. It was an easier listen than some of the shit we've got to listen to on here. Yo, definitely. <laughs> that we can all agree on, I think. So with that, gentlemen, shall we spin the wheel and find out what we're doing next week on Guns and Radio? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Bailey, touch the screen. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. All right, here we go. <laughs> Shadow of your love. Oh, All right. Now, is that the original version or is that the redone version? Do that's both. the version that that's the version that got released. We got one version. And that's the one that was released a couple of years ago. Well, dude, there's the version that is uh, the original that was like a B side for a UK, and it was on. I the, don't know. It was on the single for uh, "Live and Let Die." And obviously, Steven's not on drums. And we will have uh, to figure that out when it's time for us to prepare for that episode. Yeah, keep that in mind. I think I have an original copy at least on CD. I think Franz definitely has an original one. Do you have the original one before Frank went in and redid the drums? Yeah, I'm on definitely. All right, yeah, oh, fuck yeah, so I'll listen to all of them. You should listen, definitely. Yeah. Frank, definitely. there's actually, you know, actually, if you're talking about not in his lifetime tour uh, where they they did it live you know at, at a very yeah very a, a couple of times it's it really sounds pretty good you know if, if you're talking about enjoyable songs during the not in this lifetime tour that was one of the better ones sounding ones well it was oh, yeah. one of the more surprising it was like ones screaming and you know too. and maybe it's 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 comparable with how i see because you all remember how good he was with acdc you know mm-hmm. screaming mm-hmm. all the right. and, and people say mm-hmm. the, the, those songs are scream songs which right. yeah, Shadow of Your Love actually is also. So maybe, yeah, I see some similarities there, I guess. It works for me, man. Like, either way, I love Shadow of Your Love. And I am excited to be uh, getting to do a review on it next week. So that's I wish pretty... they would, would add the director's life to the set. Oh, that would be, oh, nice. that would be oh, dope. Yeah. That's also a screamer, great. man. I, I, bet, I bet, yeah, that's also sort of a scream song. So maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah. Perfect Dude, Crime was... kind of a... Eh, not really, actually. I've actually heard Perfect Crime. They played Perfect Crime one time at the second show I ever went to. In they did? Atlanta, Georgia. When? I believe. Yeah, but not, 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 not in his lifetime, right? No, 2011. Oh, okay. This would have been in 2011, I think. I think. I swear to God, I remember seeing Perfect Crime sometime. Well, We'll, uh, when we go off air, we'll do the research and figure out when that was. Because at this point, uh, folks, 
we are we we we've done our time on this show like i mean it this hour went by so fast it's been great having all you guys here man bailey franz jeff thank you guys for coming man we've had a thanks for having me man however again yeah, man, anytime, anytime you want it, you guys want to come on, let us know yeah. and we'll see what we can do to make it happen. Uh, but for everybody listening, we want to say thank you. Thank you for the bonus show goals. Be sure to come back this Saturday when we're going to be playing some more. Getting dizzy with it is still going on. The Dizzy Reed show is still happening on Saturdays. Uh, the Dustin Bertram radio show, whoever that guy is, is happening every uh, when the fuck ever it posts. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. Some dickhead. And we should be, if everything goes uh, the way it's looking like, we should anything be having else. a brand new episode of Band coming up pretty Ooh. soon, too. So, all kinds of content to be uh, hanging out and keeping your eye on this stream for. Uh, definitely thank you for doing so. But for now, we're signing off. So, until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. Say so, you know man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm Chris Caputo. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. We're going to be viewing Shadow of Your Love. Tune in every Saturday, getting dizzy with it. The first season, we're almost done, and we're going to be starting season two probably the next, I'd say, what, like three, four weeks or so? So probably. Definitely, we're, yeah. we're up to nine. By the, well, yeah. this week will be nine, won't it? Okay, so we have four. Yeah, basically in four weeks, we're going to start season two of getting dizzy with it. So t- uh, tune It'll in be eight or nine. Week. I don't know. Yeah. Tune in every Monday and every Saturday. Uh, we're going to st- still keep rolling on here at the main show. Uh, the summer of Dizzy Reed is continuing on for at least another three, four months. So uh, stay <laughs> for a tuned. Summer, yeah, summer, for a- summertime. Yeah. We did the summer slash last year, the summer of Dizzy this year. So um, stay stay tuned. Subscribe. Give us five stars. To- just keep your eyes peeled on the feed. Until then, guys, stay safe and peace out. And keep on rocking in the